Hi, from Experiment Nation, my name is Romo Santiago, and welcome to Experiment Nation The Conference Reloaded, a series where we share some of the best sessions from our most recent conference. Welcome everybody to developing a culture of testing and I put in experimentation uh, as well and many com companies uh, also talk about CRO. So it's all about testing to find out what customers want. First, I want to make sure everybody understands what does it mean to be a culture of testing or experimentation or CRO, you name it. I like to call it testing and experimentation interchangeably. So and experimentation needs to be embraced across the entire organization. And it's not just at one level. Everybody needs to embrace it. That's the way to do work is always experiment before you go and put some feature product, release something new to the customers. So that's part of the process rather than being one off thing that you like to do. So as a culture, this is the way it happens. So in order to create this presentation, I could have gone and provided my point of view on how it should be built, but that's a very short view, you know, it's within my working frame. So what I decided to do is talk to a bunch of practitioners, consultants, and find out what they think. And what I try to do is in this presentation is bring all those learnings. So I've talked to various people. Uh, the goal is to understand what it takes to build a culture of experimentation so that you guys can all learn from it and apply it. That applies to me as well. What am I learning? There were many new things that came up during the discussion. Here are a bunch of people that I talked to or referenced their work uh, after talking to them. And also many people decided to stay anonymous for obvious reason. They don't want their companies to know what's going on because there are some goods and bads. Uh, so I didn't list them and also researched several papers that were out there as well as articles to see what's happening and what can we learn from all these. So questions that I mainly focus on because this is a short presentation, I wanted to make sure I'm focusing on the key stuff, which is how do you build a culture of experimentation? So how do experimentation starts at various organization? So, and then how do you involve other groups? and get them on board because that's part of the critical thing is because if you go back to the definition of culture of experimentation, it has to be across the organization. And then how do you get C-level support? That's the critical thing that came up again and again in the discussion because C-level support is critical for making sure that the experimentation or testing program is going to be successful. And then also ask for advice on where should people start. There were a bunch of other questions I asked, but the main theme was these questions. And based on answers that I got, I put this presentation together. So three ways that I saw consistently how experimentation starts in any organization. One, C-level initiative. This is where somebody went to a conference, heard about how to get experimentation and why this is the right way to do stuff. Or they came from an organization where experimentation was part of the process. So C-level comes in, they start and say, we need to start doing this. So it starts from there. Then there are disjointed uh, experimentation efforts by various US products, analytics, various teams. It could be from anywhere. Uh, so these are like one team member decides to do experimentation because again, they learned something somewhere or this is the way they were doing stuff in their previous organization. Or they want to just test out because they have a friend who's doing something. So whatever their reason is, 
but it's their effort that's happening within their group or their product line or their line of work. And then there is a lone wolf excited about experimentation who wants to build a team and say, you know what, this is pretty cool. I am going to take this initiative. Nobody else is doing it. I need to go build a team around it and I need to get support. So those are pretty much three ways on how experimentation starts. So C-level initiative, you get commitment for support across the organization. So if you get, that's where it starts from, if C-level comes in, whether it's, uh, you know, even CEOs started or, you know, CMO starts it or uh, somebody in the product line starts it, but they are basically committing for support. And there is a commitment for support across the organization because they have to get the buy-in from others. There is investment in center of excellence, tools, technology, people, process, everything is uh, you know, they provide their sub support and commitment to. However, even when the, it starts from C-level, executives still need to see the investment payoff. They need to make sure whatever the money is being spent, that is actually used wisely. One of the things I noticed here is, uh, and I'm not vouching for any tool, but Adobe Target folks or Adobe Analytics, they did a great job in uh, selling the value of experimentation uh, to C-level. A lot of companies that I talked to were like, yeah, we had a tool in place. We were using Adobe Analytics and Adobe Target came along, which was sold maybe at a lower price or whatever they did. And that's how it got into the organization. And they said, well, we are paying some money to it. Let's see the value. So executives still need to see the investment payoff. Everybody has to be on board. It's not about just, hey, it's coming from executives, so it's going to be slam dunk. Uh, that does not work. One company even fired people who registered the change. That was pretty extreme, but that was happens because it's coming from C-level. So either get on board or get fired. But your job, if you are in that situation and your C-level says, let's do it, you still have to get the buy-off and make sure people don't get fired. And it still takes time. Then there is disjointed experimentation. Experimentation is part of different teams where, you know, different teams are doing experimentation in disjointed way. There is no process in place. Different tools are being used. Somebody's using Optimizely, somebody's using a homegrown tool or Adobe Target. There are no sharing of best practices. Maybe one-off happening, but they're not being widely shared. No statistical rigor. This was a very common thing that came up when people do it random. They're not paying attention to how statistically relevant their results are and no senior leadership. So scalability becomes an issue. And there is a lot of politics that comes in the way to actually make that a program across the organization. Then there is Lone Wolf, could be a part of product team, UX analytics, marketing team. This is one person. For them, it's a big uphill task because all they're doing is they're doing their own experimentation, but to get others involved in that process is a big task for them. For them, it becomes necessary to get C-level support. So if you are one of those who's starting and doing experimentation at your work, try to get C-level support as soon as possible. They need a propaganda test to get attention because nobody's gonna pay attention to say, hey, we tested two buttons. This has a 0.15% conversion, higher conversion or 100% higher conversion, unless it actually creates some kind of stir in the organization, some kind of 
get people to talk. So you need some kind of test to get people's attention. It could be highly controversial thing that you can do, but then you're also risking your reputation as well or your uh, job maybe. But be careful with that. And if you can get that, you will get the attention. I've seen this when I was talking to a few companies, there were a few folks who did exactly that to get attention. And you need sales skill in that scenario to make sure everybody listens to you and you can sell the value. You need to understand politics. That's critical to cut across organization. Uh, another thing is, if you are one of that person, then you will have to get the energy from outside because nobody within the company is going to give you the energy that you need to keep going. So make sure you get it from outside, build the network that you need, talk to communities, you know, come to conferences like these, or, uh, you know, there are several Slack channels, LinkedIn channels, et cetera, where you can get this energy and ideas. So getting C-level support is generally hard for a single team, much harder for a single person to get, need to sell the value to C-level. So when you are doing this experimentation, whether you're part of a single team or, uh, part, uh, or part of a team or a single person, think about how you can sell the value to C-level. Don't focus on learning. A lot of experimentation folks go and, oh yeah, we're learning this, we're learning that. C-levels don't care about learning initially. It is a culture that will develop over time, but when you're trying to initially set it up, you need to speak their language, which is figure out the dollar impact or whatever your currency is, the impact in that currency. You need to get all teams on board. Uh, this is where you will have to work extensively across the organization. You need to make sure you're selling the value to PM, Dev, UX, marketing, analytics, CFOs, whoever. You need to constantly sell that value and find something that can get everybody's attention. And like I said, propaganda test. That's what you will need to finally somebody to say, ah, this, is, this makes sense. What are we doing here? What do you need? Those kind of things. It's a lot of hard work, but it does happen in organization. It's a slow process. Uh, fastest is when you get C-level support, immediately you have everything, all the investment. But otherwise, it's going to be a challenge. When you are working in a, as a part of product, different product teams, that's even, I found, was the biggest challenge because of the politics. Who is going to control it? Who is going to set the standards? So uh, much easier when it's C-level uh, initiative. Maybe for harder for single person to get C-level support, but if they get it, generally they solve the politics problem right there. But if it's a part of the teams, then politics come into play a lot. What can executives do to support it? If you are one of the executives who's going to go back and build this culture of experimentation or testing, build cross-departmental support. That's what you need to do. Work with everybody to make sure you have proper support. Unblock any obstacles. Alleviate any fears. Instill a culture of learning because that's what you're doing. Everybody is learning. So there is uh, people know, hey, I know my stuff. I know what the colors should be on the button. We all know the story of a Google executive creative director who got uh, who resigned because engineers wanted him to test 42 colors of blue, right? So that's a fear. Like, I know my job and you're telling me to do it in another way or test it out. Elevate that fear. You want to instill a culture of learning. We're learning here. And idea sharing. Ideas can come from anywhere in the organization. So as an executive, you need to make sure you are unblocking all these obstacles and creating that culture constantly 
evangelizing that. And if you are going to build that COE or part of that COE, you need to make sure experimentation is for everyone. No technical complexity. Uh, build your tech stack in a way so that it's easy for people to go and get the experimentation running. Whenever you have technical complexities, that's when it becomes a problem. People just get too caught up in this. This is too hard. This takes too long, etc. Make it a no-brainer. Trustworthy data should be part of that. Uh, you, you need to people who are basing their jobs or basing their decisions on this data. They need to be able to trust it. So as a COE, you are constantly looking at the data issues and making sure analysis is right and correct there. Extensive support to all the teams that are working. You want to leave that, uh, them to do experimentation, come up with ideas and take out all the other stuff that you need to do and put the burden on yourself. Ronnie uh, Kohavi and his team has a paper that I'm gonna talk about uh, at the end, which actually goes through four phases of uh, you know how to infuse a culture of testing and experimentation, which is crawl, run, uh, uh, crawl, walk, run, and fly. And he talks about both the business sites and the technical sites, what you need to do. And I'll give you the link to that. Education and training is critical. Always, you are going to do this constantly. It's not like a one-time thing. It's always going to be there. New people come on board, new things come up. You have to constantly educate people and evangelize. Internal newsletters, make them fun. Uh, experiment challenges, throw them. This is a great way to get everybody involved. Uh, whenever I did training, I always ask, there are a few options for you to select which will win based on the past experiments and get people excited and in the process. And it's amazing to see how people are like, oh, I was wrong. Oh, I did not know that kind of things. So take experiments that you have done or the ones you are going to conduct and put them in your newsletter so that people can see vote on them. Blog, share your success, failures, and learnings. It's most of the, your experimentations, as you know, are not going to be successful, right? Part of success is learning. So put those in as you grow your experimentation culture. Wiki slacks are all good. Weekly, monthly brown bags were found to be very useful where people can come in, learn about different things, learn about different experiments that are going on in the organization or maybe externally. Big roadshows could be like a one-day thing where you have, uh, you're presenting with external or internal speakers. Make sure to bring internal speakers. So if you have awesome tests or something, uh, good learning, or even like, hey, this is the team that's getting on board and these are the challenges they faced and how they overcame those challenges, make internal folks heroes. They are the ones who are going to evangelize. Once you bring somebody on in front, they are the ones who will promote you. So that'll help getting the culture of experimentation going. And one-to-one -to, -one, uh, to those who are skeptical. Skills you need, selling is a critical skill. You will always be selling. Negotiations, you will be negotiating with lots of organization departments within your company. So that you need that skill to say, what are the trade-offs? How can you support them? What, do, what support do they need and what you need from them, et cetera. So negotiations are key. People who are not going to be good at selling and negotiation, they can be lone wolves, but it's not going anywhere. So it's better you find another organization where it'll be better or you just learn these skills so that you can actually go tackle those obstacles. Influencing people. 
and storytelling. You need to be able to tell the story behind each of these experiments. Why are we doing this and what was the result? All that stuff in a way so that it creates people to go, yes, I want to do it. So key takeaways, get executives on board as soon as possible. That's number one. If you are one who is fighting for this or doing experimentation, being frustrated, go get executives on board. Find something of value to showcase and get the conversation going. It could be your propaganda test. Work hard to sell the value across the organization. This is again, going back to the selling and negotiation skills. Educate, train, share, and support is going to be critical. When you build your COE, you have to educate, train, share, and support all these people over and over again. If If you can't do that, you're done. Even if you have a team of 100 folks and you think like everybody knows in the organization, larger organizations, then you still need to do it. And this is an everyday task. Find your energy by connecting from uh, from like-minded external uh, folks. So here are the recommended articles, the evolution of continuous experimentation in software product development. So I will be able to give you these slides. So if you wanna reach out to me, then I'll send you the slides. You don't have to note everything here. Quarter's eight-step change model, which talks about, uh, the first one talks about the, uh, the crawl, walk, run phase of experimentation. The second one is about creating a culture, changing the culture within an organization, how you can do that. And then uh, building a culture of experimentation. This is another one. These are some case studies. Uh, this is an HBR article about some case studies, particularly about booking.com on how they did it and what it took to create this culture. So that's it. I hope you found this presentation useful. If you want the slide deck of this presentation, then go to the URL that's showing up on your screen and download the presentation. Those who want to learn more about conversion, those who want to learn more about experimentation and digital analytics, I highly encourage you to become a member of Opticent Academy. The URL for that is also shown on your screen. And finally, let's connect. My LinkedIn information is right in front of you. Go ahead and connect and let's have a conversation and let's have a conversation about experimentation and digital analytics. Thank you. Hi, this is Romil, founder of Experiment Nation. If you liked this episode, then consider signing up to our bi-weekly newsletter where we share great interviews like this, editorials, memes, and other great content. You could subscribe at experimentnation.com forward slash newsletter.